<laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> oh, almost hit me in the face. She's so close. <laughs> that was a mistake. I'm not recording. I made a mistake. Okay. I was fucking up. And I think we're going now. To make it real quick and simple. So I got to YouTube and some stuff. And I came across, I believe it's called Chicken and Rice. Hey, yo. Thanks for sharing party of day with us. This is the Chicken and Rice Podcast. I'm Dodge P and I'm here with my best friend, my confidant, my right-hand woman, the most beautiful girl in the world inside and out, my wife. Say hello, baby. And welcome. I'm Ray, and I'm so excited to share our journey and everything in between with you guys. The best part about it, I get to do it with my husband and my very best friend. I really couldn't ask for anything better than that. I love you, babe. You the shh. Now let's do this. Yo, the Chicken and Rice Podcast, episode 17. 17. 17, that's crazy. My how time flies when you're having fun. That went by really fast. So you think 17 came up quickly? Yeah, I, f- I still almost feel like it's like seven. Mm, well. I don't know why. It, we started all the way in the summer, though, so yeah. Right. It's been... Uh, we started in the summer? I think August or September, right? The end yeah, of August? I have something? no idea. I guess 17 weeks ago. Because yeah. we haven't really... T- we, we, skipped, the- we skipped a week. We skipped a week in Spain because it wouldn't record. So that's four That's four months and one week ago. Or okay. two, four, four, four months and two weeks ago was 18 weeks. Which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Four and a half months. I don't know why I said four weeks and two weeks ago. I'm not <laughs> anyway, episode 17, we appreciate your uh, participation in our little slice of this podcast pie. Um, so what's good? Uh-oh. It is uh, New Year's Eve. It's New Year's Eve. I'm about to get fucked up later. So I pretty much work every New Year's Eve mm-hmm. um, for, the pa- <laughs> for the past 10 years. Right. You will come to the job. Oh, yeah. I'm coming to the job. And it's funny because I'll be serving bottles. I'll be popping champagne for people, pouring mm-hmm. this net. And then they, I, the countdown starts and I'll stop whatever it is I'm doing. I'm like, guys, I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. I, that, was it a few times? Um, I would run all the way across the club to where you were mm-hmm. and just made it just in time for Happy New Year. Oh, you was never late? And give you a kiss. You was never late over to the lips? Nah, I don't think so. Mm, I gotta I don't check think my so. memory. You lucky is bad. Cause yeah, your memory is terrible. So don't even don't even check year. it. Just Came leave it. afterwards. Just listen to what I'm saying and just take it for what mm, it is. Okay, <laughs> I guess so. I listen. Even if you were, I probably wouldn't remember. And I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing that some uh, my memory is shot in some areas as opposed to others. But um, being late is not important to me. The the what's most important is that. You know, we get to bring it in together, whether it's a minute later or right on time. It doesn't matter to me. You know what I mean? I'm not one of those guys who are like, oh, if you're not there at the stroke of midnight, then uh, may all your, you know, you know that dumb shit. You know, you know how people say some dumb shit. Yeah, but I, I like it. I like mm-hmm. to literally just um, try to make it. Mm-hmm. So whatever I'm doing, I just run, mm. drop it and run. I'll be right back and finish pouring your champagne. It's like you pour it yourself. Wow. Damn, you want a tip for that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this motherfucker just ran off. Told but me I'll, be right, my, I'll be right myself. back. I'll be right back. Mm, that's like when we went to the restaurant, I had to cook my own food. Yeah. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, well. Mm, get over it. Mm. <laughs> 2019 is over. I feel like this year didn't fly by. I feel like it was look kind of slow. Like it went by slowly. I don't know about uh, you. It flew for me. Really? The, every year I feel like it's getting faster. Maybe it's because 
we did so much this year. Maybe it's because we, we we went back to Mexico. We went to Egypt. Mm-hmm. We went to Spain. We went to Miami. I went to the Poconos. My nephew was born. I had mm-hmm. 50 million baby showers to go to this year. Wow. So I had a, I had a lot to do. Right. Um, my doggy got sick a few times. So mm-hmm. that kind of consumed me at one point. Um, so I just had a lot going on. Um, it went by really fast for me. I, I, I literally feel like this was just... Because I, this is my holiday to work, and I work every New Year's Eve for right. the past 10, 11 years. Right. I feel like every time I turn around, I'm working New Year's Eve. Right. Well, you've worked New Year's Eve as long as we've been together. Well, as long as you've been there, right? Yeah. I think I missed All one right. New Year's Eve. So. That was it. I mean, but um, I, like for me, I can't remember January. So that's how I know that for me this year kind of went by slowly. Because I can't, I can't remember January. Well, January is a very uneventful month. Mm-hmm. It's very long, and <clears throat> excuse me, we don't really do anything. We don't go anywhere. We don't. We just kind of work, and then work is slow. And right. so January kind of just drags. I remember last January dragged. The January before and the February before was pretty busy and went by pretty fast because we were um, going to the Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. at the job was pretty. Uh, what the Eagles' success kinds of kind of like determines how January is going to be. I guess, yeah, I guess because so. if we if we will prolong the uh, the playoffs and everything like that, other teams, other people will come to the city mm-hmm. because now it's getting closer to the Super Bowl, so we get out of towners and stuff like that. So it's a it kind of like helps us a lot if the Eagles does well, do well, right? So. Well, we 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 made it in. I'm gonna say barely. We made it into the playoffs, so we'll see what happens next weekend. Um, it's is this Sunday? Yeah. Right. Uh, well, oh yeah, yeah, it, yeah. This Sunday, yeah, it's this Tuesday. Weekend. I'm all over the place. I'm, I'm thinking about three <laughs> o'clock. That's when that's when the Sixers play. I'm a fucking like addict. Right. So I was thinking, all right. Usually we don't. <clears throat> excuse me. We don't usually play midday. So it's a three o'clock game today. So it's weird. So what was your favorite um, memory of 2019? Favorite vacation oh, or whatever? Uh, sheesh. You could think about that. I could tell you my favorite memory for me was Egypt this year. Um, Spain was also very memorable. But for me, Egypt hit home more than anything else. Um, I'll definitely pick Spain over mm-hmm. over Egypt, but I don't know. It's just it's too much. It's too much. Uh, I mean, Miami here. was dope too. My, I think my actually, <laughs> actually, <laughs> right. thank you for bringing that up. Mm-hmm. Miami was my favorite time because mm. we don't we don't party much and we don't go there to party. Right, when we do go there. We just kind of relax on South Beach and. Mm-hmm. Um, and just chill, get ice cream, and just right. cruise at night with the top down. And right, so we met some great people down there, our Jamaican family, and then they've been coming up to see us. That's crazy up here the past every what, weekend. Three, every yeah, I'm weekend. gonna fly up Friday. I'm leaving Saturday. <laughs> right. What? They'll stay up for one night. They'll yeah. fly out, fly out, come to the club, say hi, get some drinks and mm-hmm. bottles, and and fly back down the next day. So right. it's it, we met some really good people, um, lifelong friends. But I think like those, that. I think those stand out more because they're closer to, you know, to today. But, like, if you would have asked us, if you would have asked me, like, in May what the favorite memory was, it would have been Mexico. You right. know, with the bubble, with the pool part. What is it called? The bubble? What is it? The phone party. The phone party, yeah. It's, yeah phone party. Was burning our eyes. Everything else. Like, <laughs> yeah. So it's just, I guess it's all relative to, you know, how, to when you ask that question. Like, what's your favorite memory? I, I think my favorite memory of the year is Miami because I mm. literally had that much... I mean, maybe not the first night, but um, Mm because I didn't sleep for two days. But 
after that, it was it was just so fun. And it's just the the people we met. Like Egypt was quite an experience. Right. I'll put it that way. Right. Um, my favorite part about Egypt was going to our guide's house. Sure. Um, Barcelona was great. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. That was just whole experience in itself. You know, La Rambla and stuff like that, and just everything. But with Miami, I feel like we took more from it because of the the connections we made with the people. Right. And we were only there two days. We were only there two days. It felt like longer, but it was it was just great. So yeah. I, I would have to say Miami. Mm. Yeah. Okay. You got it. Oh, you got it. Yeah. Yeah, for me I'm just like e um e, Miami was super dope. Like the most probably most fun time I've ever had in Miami. Um trying to think back. I'm trying to quickly go through my um memories of Miami and I can't think of one K-O-D. that was more fun. Yeah, that was fun. It was uh, fun, but it was just us. So it was more just we're more relaxed when it's just us. Right. Um, this time was just turned all the way up. Right. The whole time. Right, right, right. With you know, you around twenty people, and everybody had the people. same um same personality. Cool, chill vibe, fun. Right. Nobody was an asshole. Mm-hmm. Nobody was a jerk. Everyone was just there to have a good time. We right. ate good food. Um, the playhouse was fun. Oh yeah, yeah. Everything was just fun. I had a great time. Definitely. And I got to say, um, mm, how do I say this? Like, um, there's no um, there's no pretending or acting, like, in our stories or anything like that. Like, everything is what it is. Right. So there's no social media um, boost. Like, we don't, we don't overhype. We don't over-accentuate um, things for social media. So it, it is what it is. Like, if, if the story comes out of our mouth, it's exactly what it is what it was you know what i mean so i know some people are just like oh you know you're only putting on for the gram or you're only doing it for xyz and it's like nah that's that's how it really happened or that's that's what really went down you know what i mean like last mm-hmm. week with the eagle uh, with the cowboys thing like that's how it really went down um so i know just so that people understand like it may take us longer to get um i don't even want to say that but i'm going to complete the, the statement it may take us longer to get on because we're not acting or we're not putting a show on just to get people to listen or to follow or to like us or to view us. You know right. what I mean? If that makes any sense. Because I know people who just act dumb as shit just for the just for the cameras or for the attention. You know what I mean? And I'm right. like, I can't act. I can't do that. You know what I mean? I can't put on. You know what I mean? I can never be more famous than cool. I, I heard... You know, I heard that the other day. I was like, oh, shit, that makes a lot of sense. Somebody said that um, they were dating somebody who was more famous than they were cool. And I said, that doesn't make any sense to me. Right. Because I'm not um, infatuated with fame. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'd rather be like that cool dude um, who likes to have fun. And if it if it happens to show up for everybody else to see, oh, oh well, it's great. But if it doesn't, that's even better. You know what I mean? Because I say... I tell people all the time, a lot of the best shit never even makes it to social media for right. us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's weird because I feel like once it gets to social media, like it can't, you can't take it back. You understand what I'm saying? Because right. it'll be, it'll, it'll almost like the shit, it'll always be out there. Like the, the 10 year thing with Kevin Hart, we just watched this morning. Like, yeah, that shit happened 10 years ago, but it just, it came back. You know what I mean? And I'm sure it was a mistake that he made with the statement and the the whole thing, but it's like, yo, some right. stuff you got to keep it close to the vest and not let it out. You know what I mean? Right. And us watching that, um, I met him a few times, and mm-hmm. I try not to really, really put too much out there about all the people who've come through and sure. that I met. Some people I met through there, some people not. But um, 
Because it's really not a a taboo thing anymore, but it's just people's business. So right. I don't really want to um, put it out out there. But I have met him a few times, and he's great. Great person. He seems like a great I never he met is, him. He is... A good person? Very humble. Okay. And he literally talks to everyone and treats everyone exactly the same. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, oh, because I'm this and you're that or whatever that... Yeah, I'm gonna talk to you like you're a peon, like right, like nothing. No, no, it's not like that. So, and how he is on screen is literally how he is in person. Right. And the fact that he said what he said, he did make a mistake. I think his bigger mistake, um, after watching you know the Netflix special about that situation and just his life and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And you said you didn't realize it either. I said I don't even think it was the jokes. I thought I think it was more about the tweet mm-hmm. because. What the tweet entailed was was violence towards um, gay people or, you know, someone who uh, could possibly be gay. So that's what people had a problem with, but nobody was really saying that. They were just saying, oh, he's a, a homophobe. He's a right. homophobe. But he's not a homophobe. And second of all, I remember back in the day where people were homophobes. Like, it, w- it really was like, oh, you effing, you know, effing. Right. And, gay mofo and this and people really like hate that and i'm like it's so crazy to me like today and i talk about this all the time and i don't have an issue with any of this stuff these are the same people that were like back then were saying all these things and today is wearing pearls and nail polish right now yeah. and again i don't have in the tight and tightest pants right go back with the tight pants mm-hmm. on women's clothes i don't care but you know back in the 90s that was like a thing it was a thing. It was a it was a major thing. Like, oh, you can't be. That's why there were so many DL people because you could you could literally just get fucked up mm-hmm. from the neighborhood or from people. You know what I mean? It wasn't acceptable, which is so crazy to me because people bring this religion stuff into. It. I don't like to get into religion too much because um, I hate almost a lot of things that are related with religion because I think it's just more of just how you treat people, right? Um, instead of what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and people say, oh, being gay is a choice. But that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. It's because especially back then, it's like, why would you choose to um, do this and then get, you know, lit on fire and face beat up and humiliated and your family disown you? Why would you choose that? Mm-hmm. What sense does that make? It's because this is who they are. Right. You can't, you can't, you can't fake that. You can't, oh, I mean, girls nowadays, I mean, they're either curious or they want some attention or, or whatever, a little bit of this, or some people are bisexual. Look, I don't care if you're not bothering anybody, if you're not hurting anybody, I don't care what you do. Right. So if anybody doesn't know, I think, cause I misunderstood, I miss like the whole tweet, the whole violence thing went over my head and it was weird because, um, the tweet went something like if my son was playing with a dollhouse, I would take it from him. Uh, smash it over his head and tell him, "Don't do that. That's gay." Right. So I never took the see. I I just took the Dow House thing. I it it totally. It was like whew, right over my head that that statement meant violence against gay people. And I just want to say that um, and they would get off of this. I just want to say that his uh, I think his one of his managers was gay, and then yeah. you know she was with him the whole through the whole um. Through the ordeal. whole ordeal. And then I think a year later, Lee Daniels came out and said, yo, it wasn't about the gay part. It was about the violence part. 
And once he said that, once that was portrayed in documentate in a document uh, documentary, I was like, oh, okay, now I get it. But you spend this whole year, like people, even people close to him, even other people who might be gay, bisexual, um, everything, never said it wasn't about being gay. It was about the violence. And I was like, well, you could have saved this guy. And I'm not taking up for him. Um, I said, you could have saved this guy eight to 12 months of heartache if somebody would just said, it's not about the gay, not about the gay statement. It's about the violence that was attached to the statement. Right. And my thing was, because I haven't heard good things about Lee Daniels since I, since I, uh, well, since I've known who he is, like this with the with the uh, with the um, Monique thing, and then with the two million dollars from Dame Dash thing, I'm just like, why wouldn't this guy call him like week one and say, yo, it's not about the gay statement, it's about the violence in the statement. So that's when you that's when you hope that the people who really want to see you win are genuine, because I feel like, and of course he was, I feel like Lee Daniels had this information. A long time ago, maybe he and and this is just the way that I think. Maybe he wanted to see him crash and burn. I don't know. But how did not one other person say anything? That's what I'm saying. But like see, literally nobody said, "Listen, bro, that tweet was really like mm-hmm. that was harsh." Yeah, that was harsh. Like that's not cool. You know what I mean? Right. Being a comedian, he thinking, "Oh, I'm just blah blah blah, trying to be funny." Like, yeah, but again, and I and I gave you an example of. What if somebody says something about this mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, now I get it mm-hmm. because I get it. I get it. Right. Well, I didn't. And like, and that's, you got it like immediately. Yeah. And I, I didn't. Like, oh. And yeah. cause you, you said something immediately and I was like, I was, I said, I'll explain it later. And, um, I'm not, I, yeah, I was telling you, I was like, no, the tweet is bad. I said the tweet was worse than, but I guess that's what happened because I didn't tell you what it was that was so bad. About exactly. The tweet. I thought you just got it. No, no. So we were like the, the same dynamic happened, I guess, within his camp and, and within us. Right. Just watching, just watching story. it. So that, that was crazy. That's why I, I try to tell people like, listen, I'm going to tell you exactly what it is up front. And then you can deal with that information however you want to. And some people appreciate it and other people can't handle it. But I know in a situation like that, my man would have appreciated Lee coming forward eight, nine months previous. Right. It would have saved him a whole bunch of heartache and probably, you know, whatever ever fallout, whatever other fallout had come from that situation. Right. So that's just nuts. I mean, but his document, his docu- his documentary is very good. It's very inform- informative. A lot of nuggets in there. Work ethic is off the charts. Mm-hmm. Like I could never work that much. Nope. I would. I would be miserable. You yeah, know, it's too much. <laughs> it's, it's definitely too much. I, I don't. I, I, I don't stop at it, all. If you looked at my calendar for work, you would think my calendar was busy. And as much stuff as this dude did, and then when I looked at him, I said he's tired. Then I could see all the um, exhaustion, like in his eyes. And in his his face, even though he keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. Like when I see the, the schedule and I see how much he does, I'm just like, yo, that's what that look is. That's the look of of exhaustion. And it's crazy. I would never. It's I don't, one of the prices of fame. Yeah, and, I couldn't. And, I, 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 I don't want to be famous then. No, we just want the lottery money. Yeah, I've been playing. <laughs> I just, I, I did. Actually, I forgot to tell you. I did win. Two dollars? Actually, three. Because it's the Powerball that I hit. <laughs> Thank you very much. $3. And how much did you spend? Don't worry, I spent $20. <laughs> so so you had a um, a discount. I'm getting th- better odds than the casino gives me. Mm, okay. 
No, listen. Casino you, gives you. You gotta win. So listen. There was that. that I did Vietnamese win. I've dude. won multiple times. Listen, did you? You heard that on the news? He played the same numbers for oh, like I played twenty the same years. Numbers. Yeah, I do. I do all the time. For like twenty years, and then finally hit. Let me tell you it's my crazy. numbers. Nope. <laughs> Having all y'all play my numbers and we all hit that. Oh, that would be salty. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like what would happen when because we do lottery pools at the job, which you're really not supposed to because it's a form of gambling. But like if. Like if twenty of us hit, because not everybody puts in. I don't understand how you don't do that. Like right. if the lottery is five hundred million, and you don't put five dollars in, yeah, that's silly. If they hit, you're gonna be the only one at work on that Monday. Yeah. Oh, that would be salty. But I think there was a a, a situation like that where somebody did that. Like they all put the pool. Some dude ain't do it, and they hit, and he was the last one standing. He was Mm-mm-mm. the only one. Mm-hmm. So my guy, um. Went over to uh, Dubai this week. And I always tell people I'm not interested in Dubai because I don't feel like there's anything to do when you're over there. And this dude has been texting me all week. I Okay, so Dubai is a place where I did want to go um, at least one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did watch it, that story that um, did kind of turn me off about Dubai with the Indians. H- how to get um, the Indonesians because mm-hmm. there's no work there to... To come over and put 30, 40 guys in a house with no toilet and right. feed them scraps on some straight slavery type type deal. And they're supposed to be able to, you know, work and send money back to their family. And these guys will be gone for so long and they'll work them till literally death. And the only way they pretty much come back home to Indonesia is in a pine box. Yeah, that's now, crazy. That story was insane. And I was just like, oh, and I'm just like, yo, but. How are most of these buildings everywhere? They started from from slaves and from um, a lot of you know different stuff like that. It's it's a shame that today that they're still doing that because they have the money and the means to pay people. That's the that's the most that's the part that really part. that's the part that really was just like wow really right. Dubai Abu Dhabi all those places that have the, like the most. Billionaires, million billionaires, billionaires in the world mm-hmm. and i'm just like what is money to to you that you have an endless amount it's a form of control it is a form of control but it's just really sad because you know these people literally went there to work thinking that they're going to make something just to send back to their families and i don't see them for months and years at a time yeah by the time they see them it's too late that's crazy it's too late and that kind of really turned me off to 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 dubai mm-hmm but then I, I thought about it and I was like, listen, so many messed up things have happened to just about every type of people on this planet. Um, at this point, I sometimes I think too much and it it almost like hurts my head sometimes when I think too much and all the bad stuff and this and that. And I'm like, listen, if there's something I can go see and experience one time in my life just to um, just to to see i i really do actually just want to go to dubai just to see it i don't really care about all the things that you can do there i just want to see how how crazy this land is that um it's supposed to be like was is it one of the richest places i think it's one of the i don't i don't know if it's a country or if it's a i don't know, I don't know what, what it, it is. is i think i get i don't know what it is either but i think it's uh, here's the deal like um how do i say this gently um like i don't know Anybody who's ever gone um, just to vacation, I know that the sex trade over there is wild. 
So I know a lot of girls who go over there mm-hmm. won't tell you the real story when they get back. But sometimes some of those stories leak out of the shit that these dudes do to women when they pay for everything to get them over there and do whatever. So that's another reason. Like I'm so not into the I'm, I'm so well, not into the women to the to the um to the taking advantage of people and women in general thing. But I guess if they do it, I mean they're yeah. they're the ones who are, yeah. are putting themselves out there for I the agree. money. And I the agree. thing about it too is like once you have money, if you've done everything and anything, now you're just into some weird shit, right? And the chicks who just like, oh well, okay, I get a free trip, yeah, I, I get a few a few racks, I get some this, some that. I'm just gonna do it. Well, you're not gonna piss and shit on me and have bitches. animals up in there yeah. and do some weird crazy stuff. I don't understand I'm that. Good on that. No, maybe thanks. I'm old. Maybe I'm really getting old because I don't. No, understand maybe it. you're normal. Yeah. Maybe you're normal because I know that people have all types of fetishes and fetishes freak me out. Right. Because it's just weird. When I was on Model Mayhem, I kept having these people with foot fetishes asking me if they can have my time for to get um, tied down and tickled mm-hmm. for, I don't know, $200 an hour or something. An hour? Mm-hmm. I can't stand when someone tickles me for one second. Right. So it's, it's a form of torture. Another control thing. It, it's, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Fetishes, to me, uh, we used to watch Real Sex all the time on HBO. Remember the people that were so into like that, um, uh, what's it called? The fabric that they make dresses and... Um, fabric. Oh, what, latex? Latex. Mm-hmm. And then they're literally like in a ball of latex with yeah. like a straw to breathe out of. Weirdos. It, what? Yeah, I'm... Listen. Yeah, I'm good. I'm not even into really like lingerie. Like, yo. I, I gave up on that because you don't really care. Yeah, I don't really give a fuck. Like, yo, get out the shit. Let's get it on. Like, come on. <laughs> like, come on. I don't like, really care I, anymore, A, nice, a nice thin thong is enough for me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get the whole lingerie thing. I don't understand <laughs> like, it. Like, it's coming off anyway. It's coming off anyway. And my joint hard is, is, is hard as whatever right now. Like, let's get it on. Like, what's with all the torture beforehand? You know what I mean? You just building me up to explode quickly. <laughs> I don't know. I, I used to like dressing up <laughs> yeah, in lingerie, I don't, but I don't, I don't, you don't care. So I'm like, mm, okay, then I don't care. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, the one time, and I don't know, uh, the one time I came home from work and the whole bedroom was full of balloons and stuff like that. Remember that? Yeah, well, it was our anniversary. It was our anniversary? Oh, yeah. I it was that our was crazy. Um, fifth. Damn, we're going on our ninth. It was our fifth anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, I got you uh, 50 balloons that... Mm-hmm. Um, Everything was like five, five million dollars in chocolate. It was like five these five million dollar bars, or, right. or like million dollar bars. I got you five of those. Right. It was just like five of everything, mm-hmm. and um, you got me five dozen roses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Uh, I I thought it was just something fun. No, it was definitely. You have it was pictures a from that. I do have pictures. I, uh, yeah, I do have pictures because I, need those. I was hiding these balloons in the um, <laughs> where in the garage. Okay. And okay. I went, and people were hating me in so bad in line at the store because. I had these people blow up like 30 balloons one day and then That's another crazy. 20 balloons. And then they're just like, dude, like, you suck. And I'm just like, go ahead. Mm. You go wait for it. Go to the next person. Wow. Go to the next person. <laughs> yeah, so when so. I came in um, the house, I, and I was late from work that day, it was a lot of shit that was going, not wrong, but it was like, I guess you had been waiting, yeah, for, I was waiting. For, a while. I was for a while. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to be late today. So yeah, I, I, I get in. I'm late, and then nothing was going on, like, downstairs. I come upstairs, and, like, the whole bedroom is full of balloons. Everything was red, and you were there on the bed. With a the... bow, a red bow. Was it? Is that all you had on? <laughs> no, I had 
had on an outfit. Okay, I was going to say, because you had on lingerie, like, right? Yeah, okay. and then like a red bow. Yeah, and I'm yeah. just like, I love all this, but let's get to it. Boom, <laughs> I'll, I'll admire this other stuff later. You know what I mean? So like, I appreciate, I appreciate, I don't know if other dudes feel that way or if it's just me. Like, I appreciate all the pomp and circumstance, but yo, let's get to the business. You know what I'm saying? So that that that's that's crazy but like i never did it again <laughs> it was like one and done mm. all right babe you know it was no it i was appreciated fun. it it was nice it was, it was fun pretty. and it was like yo this shit is crazy because it felt like a movie set like we should have did a photo shoot yeah it was it was in dope. that in that was, in that yeah. setup um but we got on that road uh because of dubai but i'm saying i'll know the real story when dude gets back because I'm like, yo, I even text him one day. I'm like, yo, stop texting me and enjoy your vacation. Then I said, oh, I forgot you're in Dubai. You you don't, you don't really have, you know, anything to do over there. But I'll find out the true story when he gets back. Right. You know what I mean? So um, what was I going to say next? I must have watched the, mer- uh, we must have started watching the worst movie ever on. Uh, no, you. On stars. I was in the kitchen doing stuff. Well, I, I, I just was hearing some, uh, how bad and take. Turning my head and seeing yeah, it was, it was um, a little bad. glimpse of. Well, I had to order stars because it was five dollars for a month for three months. So the end finish of power. Yeah, finish power, and then after that, you know, it is what it is. But some movie that uh, Megan Good and old Mari Hardwick was in, and it was like, I don't like to call myself an artist, but I see the artistry and what they were doing. So it looks like because I didn't, we didn't finish it. It looks like they filmed the entire movie with just one continuous camera shot. Which is very hard to do. It, but it just seemed so bad. It, I mean, it may have been an artistic thing, but mm-hmm. it just seemed almost like an amateur thing because it kept no. Um, it's very hard to tell a story that way. It, it was. It was not interesting. It just exactly. kept no type of, or got you to feel any type of way or whatever. It was just kind of like want want want. Right. Like okay, so what's next? You know, it was like no type of angles, no type of nothing that would keep your your eyes going and you're mm-hmm. you visually interested in the story right. it was like sitting in a club waiting in line it was dark too people were, and i'm just like what in the world is this um amateur shit yeah it, it was it, it was very keep, amateur it didn't keep my interest and you got to do like omari in it and megan good they're both heartthrobs you know what i mean how do yeah. you how do you even sign up for this how do you look at this script and see production and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm on, I'm for this. Do you think sometimes that they have a, a friend that is just like, I have mm. an idea, guys, and this is my idea. And they're just like, all right, we'll do it um, almost like as a favor. Because that's what it looked like. That's a good question. Um, maybe. Like an but, upcoming director or a yeah. friend that they've known for a very long time. And they're Listen, trying to get him. I, I don't an, know. You've done enough modeling. I've done enough photography to know. You know a bad idea when you hear Oof, one. It's so bad. You know what I'm saying? So with these two people, I'm sure, and Megan Good's been doing movies since Biker Boys. Like, that's Biker Boys. That's when I was introduced to her. And Omari, I don't know where he came from. I know him from Power, but that's been five, six, seven years, right? Yeah, and he's done other stuff, I'm he's sure. Done, of, I just, of course. But you know how people come out and then you'll watch an old movie or something. You'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't know they were in there. Right. That happens all the time. Right. Like Tommy was in Law and Order how many times? Yeah, a couple as a as a weirdo. Yeah, as a whole weirdo. But. So so you know when you get this script, you say, ah, yeah, my man, it's not a good idea. I have to pass on this one. You know what I'm saying? And then. But I, I, but do you get the whole feel out of the script? or Or does it just translate different when you're shooting it. I've never seen an actual script, but I'm sure that there are 
some type of production notes in the script as far as like camera angles, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So um, it was bad. It was it was definitely bad. It was bad. And you just we probably, watched like ten minutes of it. Mm, That's about all I could take. Yeah. So Megan and Megan Good and actually Megan Good was which bring me to my next topic. Megan Good was my celebrity crush until I found out like how religious she was, mm. which is weird to me that you can do all of this stuff and still claim to be, you know. But what is acceptable in religion? Again, here's the religious thing that we're talking about. Yeah, I don't know. I just find it very (laughs) weird that, um, you know, you, you, um, like, oh, I'm a child of God, God, this, that, and the other, and blah, blah, blah. And then it's like. That's a turnoff for me. Like, that's that's a complete turnoff for me. Like, I'm not, um, and I really don't like when people try to um, push you into their beliefs and stuff like Mm -hmm. that, too. So that's a big turnoff. But I thought you said you really didn't have celebrity crushes. I I didn't, but it just just came up because of one of these um, topics I had on my list. Right. And, like, in Biker Boys, like, to me, she was bad as hell. I don't even know when Biker Boys was. I don't even know. I've never watched it. You never watched Biker Boys? No. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Biker Boys was pretty good. Um, I never watched it because you're, I mean, you used to ride, so I guess that's your thing, but. Right. No, it was definitely a decent movie. And um, uh, I've known her from uh, 50 Cent's 21 Question video. Yeah, Biker Boys was way before that. Yeah, I don't don't know. And that's probably how she got that video, but I don't know her career path, so I'm not going to say that. But yeah, she was like, she was like the heartthrob in Biker Boys who had like the boyfriend who was like, I don't want to say the kingpin, but he was like the top biker dude. Okay. And then like an up and coming biker boy um, who used to do tricks and shit like that was attracted to her. Just a whole, it was a whole bunch of different shit. We got to sit down and watch it one day. It's pretty, it's entertaining. Okay. It was entertaining at that time. I don't want to go back to it now and see some of the effects and shit and be like, oh, this shit is so, so cheesy. So it's in the 90s. Or early, early, early 2000s. 2000s. Um, shit, that's a good question. I don't know because right now to well, me, 21 Questions was like the early, early 2000s. Yeah, right? so, so so it had to be like around that time. But though, like at this point, like that time kind of melds together. You know, the late right. 90s, early 2000s. So I'm not sure. You know what I mean, so right. we already know who you're making. You're making good is. We already know who your celebrity crush is. Well, my celebrity crush for a long time, actor wise, mm-hmm. was George Clooney. George, okay. So, I can see that. So George Clooney to me in um, Dust Till Dawn. So that was 1996. Was that with uh, Selma Hayek? Yes. Okay. She, she was bad too. Listen, I had female celebrity crushes because mm-hmm. so Angelina Jolie um, was probably my main one, Halle Berry. But George Clooney for um, a long time was my was my my crush. Like he was very, and I think that um, David Beckham is very. Uh, very uh, good looking. Mm-hmm. Um, I could do without him opening his mouth, really. Who, oh, David Beckham? Yeah, I'm taking it back. He is a little, a little too heavy for me. The accent. Oh, I never. I probably. I don't know. I don't pay attention. I never heard him talk. I, I think he's more like he's, he seems more mysterious and stuff when he when his doesn't mouth is talk. closed. Yeah, but you know who I do like with an accent? Idris Elba. With his regular voice. With his regular voice, yes. That American voice is an accent. Yes. Mm. With his with his English accent or but British you, accent. You know what though? Here's what I feel like. Every time Idris is doing like is in his normal voice, they have him looking like shit. <laughs> you, you understand what I'm saying? Like when he does his American what? accent, no, like he's a hard not Luther. Yeah, Luther, he was a fucking cop. He looked like shit in Luther. Uh, well, he compared to had the a wire suit on and stuff like and stuff like that, but 
So I have. We have to watch The Wire. We tried it. Well, we you have to. to well, we, well, we can watch it. Watch it I watched it the first time. Right. We can do it. It's I watched like a season, like, mm-hmm. but it was like, it was like a random season with the kids. So that's the only one I really saw. Was he in Oceans Eleven or Thirteen or whatever? Some, one of them, Oceans. Okay. I oh, don't know. Okay. So maybe he wasn't looking like shit in that movie. If no, but he probably would have had not. No, I think he had his British accent or whatever he is. Yeah, I don't but know. I feel like most of the time when he's in his regular voice, they have him right. looking like trash, which right. is fucked up. I, I had a lot of celebrity crushes. You know, mm. Justin Timberlake for for a long time mm. um, for music. Um, today, oh boy, here we go. Today, you know who my celebrity crush is. I won't even say he's a celebrity crush. Um, for meeting him in person, mm-hmm. super dope guy. Sure, just a super, super, super cool guy. But um, yeah, I mean. It's a little different when you're older. It's not really. It's not a crush. It's not really right? like crush crush. It's like yo, you're not, that, that's a good looking guy, or that's a that's a beautiful girl, or whatever. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not really like a like a childhood type thing. Childhood crushes, you was like in love. Like you were like, oh my goodness. You but know? I also think that's because when you're younger, you're not really meeting people. Right, because this is just something that will never happen. Right, and now that you're, and now with me. with it, but even with just. Social media now, it's there's so much more um, right. accessible, tangible. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like before. Like I remember writing letters to Jonathan Brandis. Who's that? So Jonathan Brandis, he ended up actually killing himself. Um, I think he, I think he hung himself or something. But do you remember the movie with Chuck Norris called Sidekick and the Never Ending Story and Sequest? No, I White don't. Boy. I, I didn't watch. Those type of movies. Well, he was he was an actor back in I think the the eighties. Mm-hmm. He was a Never Ending Story. He used to ride that a uh, that crazy monster looking thing. Well, anyway, the dog it looked like a flying dog. Right. So um, me and my sister both had actually had a, had a crush on him, and he ended up I believe uh, killing himself, mm. which is crazy. Um, I feel like a lot of child stars get kind of jacked up when it's they like really the, um, grow up and they're not you know famous anymore and they don't know what to do and this and that. It's, it's, it's kind of sad. It's very sad. It's very actually. sad. I think they peak too early and yeah. then they think that that's the that's life like for the rest of their life and most of the time it's not. Right. It's like the the it's like the um the high school athlete who's like the best in high school and then and that's after the peak. high it's like Al Bundy. Right. Always reliving your high school touchdowns. glory. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it was crazy because before we potted today I was just watching uh, things is the Andy Griffith show, and I was like, "Yo, Ron Howard has been in TV forever, right?" And you know, right. he was like five years old. That's crazy. And that, and now he's you know done everything. Now he's directing, and I'm just like, "Yo!" But it was like Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson. It's right. like some people just like stay famous. Yeah. They just stay famous. They continue and continue, and they they branch out into other things. You know, mm-hmm. she did some movies with um uh Tyler Perry and, and for him, mm-hmm. and you know, so she just stayed in in the loop. And she stayed uh, in the music and touring, and she just kept it going. I wonder what the key to that is, though. You know what I mean? I don't know. And which lane do you choose? Was you don't have to choose a lane. Like she did the acting, she did the music stuff. So, yeah, it's tough. I I don't know. But why are some people more successful than others? Because it it's it's what they do, but it's also just who they are. I think. Why did Jay Z make it to this level of just being like? Um, an entrepreneur in so many different avenues and 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 different things. You know, started with the music, then a rock award, mm-hmm. and then the you know Duse, and then this and that. Now I the NFL and the NBA, and it's you just 
you have the right team around you. You have the mm-hmm. right people around you. You have the right financial advisors. You have the right, you need, you need a team and you need the right team. Sure. So I think that's a big part of it too. Some people just, you know, look, look, look at Hammer. He had $20 million and then is dead broke doing these crazy commercials because he was taking care of everyone around him. Everyone just mooched off of him. That's the toughest. That's the, that's one of the hardest things is to say no. Like I hear that all the time. Um, I'm fortunate to know people who know how to say no. And so I learned, and it was tough. I had to learn how to say no too. Um, because if you always, if you, if you don't say no, then you will, you'll get sucked dry. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I would, um, I think, um, it's more important to be, uh, generous with the people who you want to be generous with, as opposed to just not saying no. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Well, at this point in your life too, you should know like who's there, who's been there and Mm -hmm. who's just wants to have their hand out or, hey, or, hey, this is auntie, whatever. You haven't mm-hmm. seen me in 20 years, but then cool, stay that way. I yeah. don't need to see you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I told a couple of my girlfriends, you know, if I ever won the lottery on pain, off you're on my list. She was, my girlfriend's like, you have a list? I was like, yeah. I'm not giving people money. I'm paying off mortgages. Yeah, my my list is really short. I said, that's that's my list. And she was like, just the fact that you have a list. not even You like, have to have a list. No, you know, you want a lot. No, like. But she was just kind of like taken back, like, oh, I'm on your list. Like, wow, like mm. you have a list. And I'm like, yeah, for people who I think are um, good people, hardworking and deserve it and sure. who I'm close to and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I literally have like a list of people whose mortgages I would pay off if mm. we win a decent amount of money. So I, uh, yeah, one one last thing. Okay. I'm going to get ready to watch the game. Okay. So I bought some shit for um my Christmas dinner, right? Okay. Some stuff that I thought I would like. If y'all saw how much shit I bought for this dinner, because I didn't know what direction I was gonna go in, um, you will be like, "What?" So anyway, make a long story short, bought a bunch of shit. Some of it was from the mall, some of it was online. The shit that I bought from the mall I had to take back. So when I get to the store to take it back, the cashier is like, "Do you have the card ending in?" You know, she said. And I, I, I remember the number because I had a card that was very close to that number. She said, do you have a card that ends in 6066? And I was like, what? Like, I have a lot of credit cards. And I kind of know the endings, the last four of them, <clears throat> most of them. Mm-hmm. So I was like, no, I don't have a card that ends in 6066. And I'm going through my wallet. I'm like, I have a card that ends in 7077. But I don't know how they would have made that mistake. Right. You know? So come to find out, and I didn't know this. When you use Apple Pay, mm-hmm. regardless of whatever card you use, every time you use it, they change the last four digits of that card. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm sitting here like... So should I not use it? That's weird. Well, no. no. What I say is that... Um, no, you can use it. The issue um, arises when you have to return something and they want to send it back to the card and they need the card. You understand what I mean? Okay. So you know how you go to some places and like, I'm going to return to this card. And they're like, oh, I don't need the card. I could just put it back. Mm-hmm. So what they were saying was, I need the card. And I was pissed. I was going to, I was about to get upset because they were like, I need the card to return it to the card or else we got to give you a store credit. Uh, like, a, I'm like, bitch, I got the receipt. What you mean? Give me cash back. And they're like, we can't do that. So I'm like sitting in the store like 15 minutes like, yo, I don't have any card 6066. 
So then what happened was I'm going through Apple Pay and Apple Pay, you can see the last four of your cards in the picture. I'm like, yo, I don't have anything um, that ends in these numbers. So I, what I had to do was pull up my bank account and see like, oh, I use this card to pay here. And it was my police and fire, but it wasn't the last four. So that's when she told me, oh, well, if you used Apple Pay, then every time you use your card, they change the last four, I guess, as a security measure, which makes sense because let's say somebody has some type of wireless reader, you know, just interfe- uh, intercepting right. signals and shit like that. They intercept the card number. They can't use it because it's not a valid card number, right? which is crazy. But that's for people out there who's going out tonight, getting litty, get a receipt in your pocket, and you trying to dispute something and you have no idea what it is. If you use Apple Pay, then just be aware that they changed the last four every time. So you did use they the give you your money back on the card? Yes, car? because yeah. So what happens is, and I don't know how it works. I guess what happens is, you know, once I identified that it was police and fire, I just opened up police and fire on my Apple Pay, did the tap thing, and it went back. Okay. So I guess I don't know if there's some type of um, code that it had. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I'm not there yet, technology wise. Right. It fucked me up because I was like, yo, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe I didn't buy this. <laughs> you know, it's like, it got to a point where it was like, maybe I didn't buy this. Oh, well, what do I do? And I was like, and I was pissed off because I'm like, all right, I guess I'll take the store credit, but I'm never shopping here. Right. You know what I mean? So I would have just lost money. Mm. I hate losing money. I like finding money, though. I'm sure you do. So 2019 has been a blast. I appreciate everyone for hanging in there with us. Um, as the new year, listen. If you make any goddamn resolutions this year, y'all should keep them. Because all this uh, new me year, new me bullshit, <laughs> y'all ain't fooling nobody. You're fooling yourself. Right. What you think? So I don't necessarily believe that um, you should go all crazy with it. If you have some like little goals for yourself, you should set that throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Um, For example, myself, I'm setting nothing crazy. I'm setting to get my butt back in the gym because mm, just your butt just my butt wow just leave the rest of my body at home it's <laughs> gonna set it there by itself march no so <laughs> so i took the whole month of december off from the gym but mm-hmm. i was starting to taper down because i was starting to go to these particular training classes during the day and right i work at night and and then my doggy got sick so i've been at home with him and just not really um taking care of myself so come January or tomorrow or this week, I want to at least start going back. I don't care how slow it is. I don't care if I go once a week, twice a week, and I can start picking it back up. But me is I just want to go and start taking care of myself again. Uh, it's yeah. a good resolution. It's, no, it's nothing crazy like, I'm going to do six days a week. No, absolutely not. It's the new year, babe. Yeah. I almost don't want to go in the new year because it gets so busy and crowded in the gym. Yeah. See y'all next year. Are you serious right now? What are you doing?